Soteriophobia is the fear of what? Okay, you really, yeah, you asked me a lot of these phobia questions. This That's is like the third one or something. I like the phobia question. I like to learn what people are scared of. Yeah, and what is that? There's the, names. What is it again? Soteriophobia. S O T E R I O phobia. Soteria. Soto. No, soteriophobia. Soteriophobia. That doesn't help. <laughs> like, I'm no. like, oh, now I know. It's, it doesn't resemble anything, really. Okay, uh, I'm going to say it's the fear of cooked fish. <laughs> that's, that's a very real fear. I don't know. No no laughing about that. That's a very real. Yeah. It's, it's a fear of reheated fish in the microwave in an office setting. <laughs> a very real fear, fear to fish everywhere. Um yeah, the, it is the the correct answer is dependence on others. It's the fear of dependence on others. Would you say is, uh, that you have that? No, real talk. No, I feel like yeah, I'm I a very either. independent person. Are you? You do? Do you have the? Would you describe yourself as the same? Or yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, you know, We're the both. only person I depend on is you. Yeah, to get these podcasts done. To get these Obviously, podcasts. Yeah, done. we gotta we gotta get these podcasts in. <laughs> um, we uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna hop right into today's discussion. Um, because uh, it's today, not a movie. It's not a movie, but it's about the movies. Barely. Um, <laughs> truly, barely about the movies at this yeah. point. Um, Even less than usual for the Oscars. Yeah, coming at you the day after the Oscars, Monday, March twenty eighth. Um, which is you know good. The timing could not be better. It's I'm glad I mean, we, we decided to record it. We could have recorded day, last night, the night of, yeah. and then record, release it in the morning or something. But I even considered that. I was like, should I tell Jeff? Let's just record. But then I was like, I'm too tired. I'm sure. Yeah, Jeff is I too was tired too. I was. You know, really it was exhausting. an exhausting watch. Something not enough people talk about is that you know we. I mean, it's late for us watching the Oscars, or it gets late. But in yeah. LA time, it's like a pretty. It starts pretty early. It starts yeah. at like. You know, 5 p.m., which is to say Will Smith did that at like 7 p.m. at night, yeah. which is too early in the night. <laughs> and that kind for of me, action. I'm on Eastern time, so I it was really late for me. Yeah, yeah. I was he, like, it's too late for <clears> this, but, you know, it, it wasn't yeah. too late for Will Smith. Let's, uh, let's talk. Well, <laughs> first things first. Um, and this isn't the most important thing, but the thing about the Oscars that everyone's been talking about, not, well, before the Oscars, it's a very different thing that everyone's yep. talking about now, but pre-Oscars, it seemed like there was a lot of discussion over the fact that they were cutting a lot of the categories uh, to trim down the runtime of the Oscars, and this ceremony lasted like 45 minutes longer than past ceremonies, and everyone's yeah, like, this was why long. did we cut the, uh, the categories yeah. if it was just going to be longer? Um, cause this felt like it felt, I mean, you told me you only turned, tuned into like the last two thirds. Um, yeah. and it's, I mean, I don't know if you agree. It still feels like it took forever. Yeah. It, it felt like I watched it the length of the entire thing. So I can't mm -hmm. imagine having watched the first third. Yeah. It's just, it was so slow. It just, there are a lot of weird, 
It was like the Pulp Fiction 28th anniversary. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why? Why? why did they do that? <laughs> why? That and then the 60th anniversary. Like, just all these random like, movies coming back. But I'm the like, thing is, 28th anniversary? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, like, I could have gotten it if it was, like, you know, 25th or, or even, like, 30th. Yeah. James Bond made sense. I was like, 60 years of Bond. We just yeah. finished a new Bond. Like, this makes yeah. a little bit of sense. Even, But I was still... When that happened, I was like, this is still kind of pointless. It's not like Bond is up for Best Picture. It's like... Yeah. It's up for, like, two awards. <laughs> but freaking Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. White Men I Can't also, Jump. What was that yeah. about? <laughs> I also am not sure I think that them having songs that are nominated performed yeah. live is necessary it, well okay not only that they don't need they performed songs that weren't nominated they yeah. performed two Encanto songs which was just why <laughs> it yeah. was so pointless um yeah no the song the songs I've never been a big fan that always because that is it, the Oscars themselves are so long and exhausting yeah. and it, the songs it's, are always the ones that I love take how the most time they decided to cut actual categories where it's <laughs> people that don't receive tons of recognition yeah they they're like ruining their moment mm-hmm. of having a live award acceptance <clears throat> and they're like yeah we got to cut that the actual point of the yeah. entire ceremony of people receiving awards mm-hmm. for their work in films we need we need live music we need yeah, Billie we need- eilish to sing a song <laughs> that's yeah. more important than recognizing right editor definitely definitely who works their entire life for this moment for this moment yeah it it was it was a shit show and we're not even at the the actual (laughs) shit show yet um but it was like yeah it was just terribly organized there were a lot of moments like that bond montage and um i'm trying to uh, the in memoriam was weird that's i don't know if you were there for that i did yeah i saw that it was really like Bill Murray's like crying about the friend he lost and they're just yeah. like dancing in the background. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. It was really uh, it was odd. weird how they decided to pick a few people to like super memorialize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're more important than everyone else. It was so odd. I'm like this just keep that one standard let's not try and yeah. spice up the in that's not the part of the oscars people wanted more out of they're just, yeah. they just want the simple in memoriam um yep. who was uh your favorite person that died <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh I, are we answering that question <laughs> no we're not answering that question <laughs> Yeah, it was weird because it was just that's usually like the downer of the event and them trying to like liven it up and and make it more of a celebratory thing just made it we it was like the most uncomfortable part of yep. the event. I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, yeah, there was that. I will say um, that I did really well with my predictions. Um, yeah. You now, know me. I... You know, I, I kind of want you to go through your predictions and how well you were, but just just right off the bat, best picture. We did a Zoom hangout, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. like the day before the Oscars. Yep, yep. And yep. in the Zoom hangout, I asked you who you had for best picture, or someone asked you actually. Yeah, it might not have been me. Uh, and you said, "Power of the Dog." 
It did, yeah. Is that what you went with in your final prediction? It's not. Or no, it is. It is. It is. Sorry. Um, well, what happened was I said that, and then I woke up the next morning and was just checking the stats and talking to friend of the pod, Miles, about it. And he was like, it's going to be Coda. And I was like, I I was doing the math because I was like, I think Jane Campion's obviously going to get director. And then Coda is most likely going to get adapted screenplay which is the thing where it's like you need kind of both of those to get best picture and so i was like if each of them get it then it's going to make it so that at the end of the night no one knows who gets best picture um and my theory was that like they'll they'll toss a bone to power the dog because if that was the case power the dog wouldn't have gotten other anything other than best director and i don't know what that logic was about but um i was I was wrong. I went back and forth, though. I did put Coda in the morning yeah. of, and then I went back on it like an hour before the Oscars, yeah, and I regret in the, going back. Yeah, in the Patreon Zoom hangout, you were saying, you were going back and forth with Coda, and you're like, oh, Power of the Dog just feels like the safer bet. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, yeah. My, Which... It was very ASMR. I just zipped up my quarter zip. <laughs> the things people don't expect when listening to this podcast. Um yeah, I, I uh, that that was the one I I got I got twenty one out of twenty three right, and the two awards I didn't get were best picture, and best animated short, <laughs> which mm-hmm. two opposite sides of which, the spectrum. Yeah, you you put long toast, which was clearly I did write wrong. in long toast, <laughs> expecting everyone else to write it in, but no, yeah. people did not. Uh, <laughs> I ranked. Uh, they have like a little rank on this app. I ranked uh, one thousand three hundred and seven out of nine thousand people. So I'm in. The, I'm up there, you know. But there are. I mean, there, relatively like a, up there. Relatively yeah, up there. A thousand people did better than me. But yeah, that's yeah. But eight thousand um, did worse. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, I mean I that, probably would have been like last place because I would have started picking random movies you're like nightmare alley best picture yeah don't i'm like nightmare up, alley best, best picture like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't um, look up sweeps sweeps. The cat, sweeps all the nominations yeah um that is some uh don't look up which is this is not a surprise i knew this was gonna happen don't look up took home nothing that night which i i know i said like a few weeks ago you asked me about its best picture chances and i was like it's not at the bottom and I think so much changed since then that yeah. I can say it was probably at the bottom. It was probably at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Do they the ever bottom. release the the amounts of votes that each movie gets? I really, I'm always so curious because I I feel like our conversation about the Oscars last year. I asked you this exact yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only reason they don't, I think, is because they don't want to make the last place movie feel bad. I feel like it well, just... they should make Don't Look Up feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it yeah. should not have been on a list with other movies that mm-hmm. are good that that took home nothing nightmare alley didn't take home anything which was semi a surprise i thought it might get production design yeah um but that like many awards went to dune dune took home the most which yeah, is dune did well not surprised it took home six what's crazy about this is that dune took home six awards um coda took home three the eyes of tammy faye took home two and every other movie took home one award i'm like that is that is weird it was like a weird usually it's like kind of evenly distributed but yeah i 
just as a Wes Anderson fan. Uh, dude, yeah. Yeah. How was French Dispatch not nominated for anything? Insane choice. Especially, uh, like the, yeah. Especially with Don't Look Up, right? Like, how can you have the list of, like, best movies this year, mm-hmm. and then you're like, someone's like, you know what? Don't Look Up should be there. Yeah, yeah. And it not just... French Dispatch production design i was like the french yeah. dispatch is entirely production else, design if nothing else yeah i i didn't i was always like kind of upset and confused about that but then like last night watching all the nominees i was like dude that's so weird that they yeah. didn't i love dogs got nominated for like two things which was yeah. a lot <laughs> for a wes yeah. anderson movie but, i mean seeing how the event unfolded i think west probably didn't want to be there anyways <laughs> it would have scared him too much i think yeah he, he can't take all that chaos yeah, did uh did i did uh french dispatch win any baftas i'm not sure i'm really not don't sure they, don't don't they usually love west in i England? think so the, um, i i should look up what the french dispatch actually got this season i don't even know if it did well at the golden globes it had to get like best Wait, did comedy the golden Oh yeah, the Golden Globes happened, but no they one happened. knew or cared. No, they like just announced the winners in like posts. It was really yeah. kind of underwhelming. Uh, we could have done that. We literally. <laughs> yeah, maybe next year we'll have our own awards show competing. Yeah, is the BAFTAs the uh, British Academy Film Awards? Yeah. Okay, so they were nominated for best original score, production design, and costume design, and See, didn't there you win go. any of them. I mean, that's, that's fine if you're at least nominated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what what else happened? Um, Amy Schumer was not that funny, <laughs> in my opinion. I'm not a big Amy Schumer fan. Yeah, which is not a hot take these now, days. Yeah, I'm uh, not particularly either. But mm-hmm. to be fair. It's such a weird event. It yeah yeah that you can kind of forgive not being funny. Right, that is like, something I was it, thinking about. Yeah, I respect anyone who takes the job because you're getting you're getting some some money. Some a yeah. bunch of people are watching you on TV, and you're you know if was, they offer it to you, take it. It was one of those things where it was like I'm remembering you know because they haven't had a host in the last two years after the whole yeah. Kevin Hart fiasco. And I was like, oh, this is why no one wanted to host. Because <laughs> it's like such an awkward event that it's like really hard to pull it off and not be and, cringy. And and also you're kind of expected to make jokes about the people who are there. Yeah. And that, that didn't go that well for... <laughs> so many reasons, yeah. For Chris Rock, at least. Well, well yeah, yeah. So that... That was <laughs> that wasn't even Amy Schumer. Yeah, um, I just mean the whole concept. Yeah. of making fun of people. It was the well, insult before, comedy. Before we get into that, like my least favorite thing this I hate it when the joke with the hosts is how they haven't seen the movies. I'm yeah. like these people who have like worked their lives to get to this event are just sitting there while like Ricky Gervais talks about how he hasn't seen the movie and he doesn't Which plan to. <laughs> is ridiculous. Like. I don't. It seems like when you're paying the host to do this, right? You, the least you could do in, in the contractors require they watch everything. Yeah, yeah. They could just spend one day watching all, you have, all of this. Yeah, you don't have to watch everything. Yeah, it's but, not a funny joke to have not no. seen something. 
it's like yeah it's like tough crowd you're you're selling that joke to yeah. a crowd of people who made the movies <laughs> yeah like i know it's <laughs> very weird like just um, imagine it carson if you made a movie yeah the Oscars, and the host is like and there's carson runquist what a idiot i didn't yeah. watch his dumb film i didn't watch the long toast movie <laughs> did anyone really <laughs> Um, that was a terrible. I don't. Know I, I don't that, understand. It. Were you that, supposed that, to be Ricky Gervais? I was. <laughs> I don't understand who you were supposed to be. We never just any, said that there was a specific host. Any British host? Yeah. It was. Just, it was Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it was Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew Garfield was robbed. He was robbed. I was kind of. I was weirdly, I don't know why, but just in the context of these awards, I was like rooting for Tick Tick Boom. Yeah. Which I didn't even like Tick Tick Boom that much, but I was like, man, Tick Tick Boom should take something off. Right? I felt like it should. <laughs> I felt like he should. I honestly, of the best actor nominees, I was like, I think he kind of deserved it. I, I mean, if there was a most entertaining performance, it was him. It was him. It was him. It was um, him. I mean, I liked Benedict Cumberbatch, but I was like, I don't, I don't know if he has a chance. Yeah. And Denzel was was great, as usual. I did not see being the Ricardos. Um, I didn't either. Yeah. But I, yeah, Will Will Smith ended up taking it home. Yeah. So on that note, let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure, like, this is not breaking news to anybody. Um, yeah. It is already uh, honestly the conversation's already quick, exhausted. But yeah, before that, mm-hmm. we're gonna have a word from our sponsor. <laughs> this episode of the Cars Cast is brought to you by Felix Gray. Five years ago, Felix Gray set out to create eyewear that would improve daily screen time. Their lenses filter fifteen times more blue light that can make screen time tough on eyes and disruptive to sleep. They're great. So here's the thing. <laughs> Pretty much every piece of technology that we use, mm-hmm. it has a screen and emits blue exactly. light. Exactly. Uh, you know, I have a degree in anthropology, Karsten, um, and I can tell you yeah. that when humans were evolving, we didn't have screens mm-hmm. that is um, that were true. emitting tons of blue light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that was not a thing. You didn't have you know Homo habilis, the handyman, <laughs> uh, holding. Uh, phone and like going through Twitter. They were not Nintendo uh, Switch, at, you know. No, they weren't doing that. No. Uh, so yeah, phones, tablets, computers, TVs, Kindles, yeah, anything with a screen, mm-hmm. emitting blue light. Yeah. Now, common symptoms from spending too much time in front of screens that emit blue light are headaches, blurry vision, dry eyes, tired eyes, trouble sleeping. Uh, and also, if you are looking at screens at night, which I am known to do, mm-hmm. I often will play Rocket League before I go to sleep, which is not a good idea, but I do it anyways. Uh, it's going to lower the melatonin that your body produces because, you know, that light, blue light. It's like, it's, hey, blue light, is it daytime? And then your eyes, your brain's like, no, yeah. this is not nighttime. It's daytime. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not good. It's not good. But yeah. with these glasses, it really alleviates a lot of that. It it makes it so that it, you know it filters it through. I mean, we're movie guys, we're not scientists, but we do know enough to know that our eyes have felt a lot better since getting these blue light glasses. Yeah. I and yeah. I want to say that we have not just put these on for the podcast. I've been wearing these mm-hmm. for over fifty percent of the day the yep. past week. Yep. 
And I actually have noticed, because at one point I did play Rocket League for four hours straight. Yep. Um, my eyes felt fine. Mm-hmm. Actually, topical um, is uh, I watched the Oscars with these and uh, went to bed pretty nice because, uh, you know, protected my eyes from, from all that screen. That was a lot of screen time late at night. And uh, <laughs> yeah, especially because it was so long. Yeah. It was the longest program yeah. of all time. Uh, but but really, not only that, <laughs> I've also gotten many compliments and compliments about the just, you know, the style of the Definitely. glasses. I mean, I. So not only are they good for blocking blue light, helping you go to sleep, yeah. helping your eyes not be strained from staring at that phone. Yeah. People are loving the look. Yeah. The symptoms that I've had that have been alleviated by wearing Felix Grey glasses is looking bad. And Felix Grey <laughs> has helped me look good with them. And uh, That is true. You used to look like I looked, garbage I used before to look you got these awful. glasses. Look at this. Oh, my God. But with that the is, glasses on, for any video viewers out, out there, you know I look pretty good right now. Um, I yeah. love these glasses. And I, I am not just saying that. If you've seen me walking around Chicago, you've seen me wearing these glasses because they just yeah, I am a are nice. big fan. And we you know, we have two very different styles yeah. of glasses, and I think they both, you know, complement our looks. Yeah. Perfect for anyone that's planning on checking out Drive My Car and is gonna spend three hours looking at a screen. I will Ooh. say that. Yeah. Now these glasses are available in prescription and non prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you want to get a pair for yourself or you just check them out. Uh, go to felixgrayglasses.com slash kcast. It's actually just felixgrayglasses.com. Just cast. No, it's slash kcast. Oh, they updated it. Never mind. They updated it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I can promise you it is felixgrayglasses.com slash kcast. Yep. Kcast. K. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. Felixgrayglasses.com slash kcast. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. To talk about Will Smith. Um, <laughs> great segue, Jeff. Um, <laughs> that was the time to do it. Uh, uh, and that was not the time to drink water. But um, they I... should have done that while we were doing the ad read. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, so anyway, Chris Rock <laughs> made a joke that I'm not, I'm still not, it was about G.I. Jane. And yeah. I'm still, do you know the backstory of the joke? You probably uh, could explain it better than I could. I'm well. I've never seen. Is GI Jane a real movie? Yeah, I think so. So I, um, I mean, I assumed the joke was pretty yeah. straightforward. Um, Jada Smith. Uh huh. Is, is it? Wait, is it Jada Pinkett Smith? Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Uh, has alopecia. Uh huh. Um, right. which you know is like a disease where you sometimes lose hair okay yeah 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 and is therefore um you know does not have any hair right uh which is the haircut you have in the military and i yeah. imagine is the haircut that gi jane, jane has. has yep i'm looking at the pictures she yeah yeah um, and so chris rock was saying that jada pinkett smith looked like is, that yeah he was like gi jane too you must be excited or something, um, which which is, is there... not a very good joke. No, definitely a uh, a lot of press for that upcoming GI Jane sequel. Yeah, <laughs> I was. <will say. laughs> 
which is not happening as far as any of us know. <laughs> I think it is, unless Wait, it's not. It, what? I no, I think Jane the joke was to... was it, that can't be a real. I thought I saw. Is it? <laughs> That's not the point. That's not the point. <laughs> it's not the point. <laughs> Just like, is that happening? Um, yeah, because obviously Jada Pinkett Smith is not starring in GI Jane Two. Yeah. Uh, GI Jane two happened. But yeah, so then and here's the thing. I don't know why we're we don't need to go in a lot of detail about what happened because every single person listening to this podcast knows what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh Will Smith walked on stage and slapped Chris yeah. Rock in the face. Which it wasn't a long walk. When we look at the stage, it's like that I was know, just it was like it is he was so, like ten feet away. Yeah. It, it's like if you're if you have that much access, might as well. <laughs> yeah cause some shit. i mean you might have done the same thing if you were 10 feet away from chris rock right right it is uh that's crazy though and the thing is i don't know how you felt watching it i thought it was just like a dumb bit like i, I did too like, and then i then when they started muting the entire feed i was like mm-hmm. oh that was not supposed to happen they muted the whole feed and then like they're cutting to will smith's face and i was watching everyone behind him to see if anybody was like laughing and he seemed very serious. Yeah. Nobody was laughing. <laughs> I was like, and then they cut back to Chris Rock and put the sound back on and it was silent. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I was like, something happened. Something was said back there. Yeah. Um, that was. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> contextually within, you know, recent Oscar history. Yeah. How, where does this rank for you on a, a moonlight oh, scale? I, I, People are saying this is this is on par with the people are a lot of people are like this this takes the cake for the craziest thing, the the moonlight thing was pretty crazy. Though. Yeah, people are forgetting the whole team of La La Land was on stage th- doing thank yous, and they had to cut them off. Like that is really funny. Um, like that is that's that's might be a little bit crazier than this for me. But this is this was just weird. This was yeah. Like, this was this, this was, was like very uncomfortable. Weird. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Especially because, like, he was... Chris Rock was presenting an award. Like, he had to do all that and then be like, so best documentary goes to yeah. Questlove. <laughs> I know. Like, and then, like, Questlove had to give a speech and just kind of yeah pretend like it was normal. I felt really bad for them because that was... Felt awful for... Yeah, them, like, yeah. it just, like, kind of ruined the moment. Not yeah. kind of. It absolutely it ruined absolutely the moment. It absolutely did. Oh. That's the whole award show this year. It was I was like, man, it's yeah. like, I mean, the Will Smith thing is obviously like the big thing that happened, but I'm like, it feels like it just the Oscars did not care about the movie part of it. They were just trying really hard to get people to tune in. I'm like Tony Hawk and Sean White. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is going on? I know, and the thing is, like, a bunch of people thought that it was staged. Yeah, yeah, because of how clearly it was that you know they were trying to get a bunch of people to watch it but it was it was very obviously not staged yeah i mean like that's the the oscars are probably pretty psyched on the fact that it did happen yeah it got people to watch and talk about the oscars for the first time in a while i know <laughs> like they were probably yeah but man is it i'm like the other thing is like people are like picking sides and i'm like i really don't think it's that deep i feel like this is it's just i mean there is a conversation to be had but i'm more just like this was a really funny thing that happened yeah it was just it was <laughs> so weird it was really that was weird. the thing is it was more than anything it was weird yeah definitely it was just a bizarre thing to watch on tv 
Yeah, at such a prestigious event that is like right. Like we were all just like, did that happen? Well, everybody's like the Oscars. It's like all the celebrities are like kind of on their best behavior and trying to be like really polite and like they'll cut to them laughing even if they don't think it's funny. So I think it was just jarring to see Will Smith genuinely pissed, like screaming. I mean, yeah, it was just it was weird. Um, and uh, looks like we lost Jeff. Anyway. Jeff, anyway, back technical difficulties. Yeah, my computer <laughs> froze. It it was so yeah, it's so overwhelmed distraught. by the by the yeah. Oscar talk. Um, yeah. Now we can get into Will Smith. Then after all of this, yeah, you know there was a lot more to the story, Karsten. What do you mean? Wait, what, what are you talking about? No, what? I mean after the, the slap. Oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Um like with will smith with will yeah, smith. yeah 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 so so okay so first of all uh apparently there's you know photos of denzel and tyler perry <laughs> yeah 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 talking to will smith like right afterwards yep, yep they on a commercial break like got into a corner and like kind of like talked to him and then on his way back like bradley cooper came up and was like you know giving him a, a talk and like rubbing his shoulders yeah, like uh, just the classic like bro to bro like like what who knows what he said uh, yeah, and I guess his publicist also came. Yeah, I'm sure he had a lot of a lot of talk going. I mean, that has to be... I think about stuff like that. I'm like, to be a celebrity, like, he had to act... He basically, like, messed up and then had to, like, come up with the apology and the response, like, 10 minutes after because his win was, like, yeah. inevitable. And yeah. that's what was... That's why I was freaking out. I was like, he's going to have to fucking give a speech in, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> and it's going to be yeah. crazy. And... They, I mean, the speech was was long. I think they the the academy recognized. They were like, "We'll uh, we'll let this one play out because there's a lot to say about King Richard, obviously." Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. I was like, it's just. I mean, I'm not a crazy Will Smith fan. I'm like, yeah. I don't really, I don't really care. His career is definitely in an interesting place now, though. I don't think he yeah. is going to be as the universally beloved star of Hitch the way he was before. Yeah. This, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that it's very rare that you see this element of celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's such a public event, it's such a public person, mm -hmm. and, you know, seeing them kind of go and have this kind of weird breakdown yeah 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 it's just really weird like it didn't feel like we should be watching that definitely especially at the oscars of all places i'm yeah. like he chose this event to get into it <laughs> the one where we're yeah. all watching i mean yeah i the thing is i feel bad for will smith mm -hmm. because i it seems like he's in a really weird place oh absolutely it, yeah definitely so i mean i just you know, because there is obviously Will Smith, like the celebrity that everyone's like, I know of this person. Yeah. And then there's like him as an actual person in his day to day life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like weird when these two things like don't match. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I feel I honestly feel bad for like everyone involved. I feel like Jada Pinkett Smith is like in the work. I feel like she just. Yeah. This this put whatever 
she was going through and like their their own personal life on like the biggest stage and it got like yeah memed to death and it is like funny but it's just like it really sucks that it's just so so public i would hate for yeah. this and then, to happen to me <laughs> like the the chris rock like the joke was in bad taste yeah but it wasn't that terrible it's to where you're you should get attacked for does it. not it should just be like everyone's this. like oh that's just not a very good joke no yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, it would make sense maybe to like say something after the whole ceremony and like yeah. do it a little bit like if you wanted to like take this joke down like he he's now like immortalized it like that that joke everyone's yeah. gonna remember this joke more than anything else that happened at the awards yep <laughs> which is i think the opposite of what will smith wanted um and I don't know. Yeah, I feel bad. I do feel a little bit bad for Chris Rock. I'm like, that was it's humiliating to get fucking slapped in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but like, get slapped in front of a worldwide audience yeah. of like 12 million people. Slapped in front of Anthony Hopkins. Like, I mean, <laughs> Chris Rock took the slap took it, really well. That is one of the craziest parts. Is that he just he doesn't even like move his hands. Like, does not feel his cheek or anything. It's just yeah. Well, because everyone was like, oh, that shows it's fake because he leaned mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, that shows that. It, he didn't expect to get slapped mm-hmm. and thought Will Smith was going to like whisper something in his ear. I don't think he had any idea that was going to happen. Yeah. No, I'm I'm almost positive he was like leaning in cuz he thought Will Smith was going to say yeah. something to him. Like try and do a bit, you know, but yeah. It was uh that was crazy. <laughs> now, the more I think about it, I'm like I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I know. Um yeah, yeah. So that was the the thing about it is like yeah, after that, I was like, man, wh- who even cares? about the i know like, who yeah. gives a fuck about the movies like that and that's what sucks about it i'm like it just it it's i mean that's not really the academy's fault that was that was on will smith like they can't help it but i'm like still yeah. it's like damn it was not about the movies um it would have been a hot take if you were like that was the academy's fault yeah I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they planted that that was they were talking about it um I don't know. It was, it was, uh... yeah. Have you ever seen in like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. there was a, or it might even been like the late 90s, there was a show on MTV called Celebrity Deathmatch? No, I've heard of it. I've... Where it was like, it was like a claymation show where it was just they would put two celebrities. That's so funny. And like have them fight to the death. No, I've never, never. Th- that's what this felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Except for it was just one slap. <laughs> just a single you, slap. Also, okay, some of the, the reactions on Twitter were insane. That was the best. Like part Judd of Apatow, all. did you see that? That was where he's like, he could have killed yeah. him. <laughs> the, the the jokes riffing off that tweet specifically have been really good. Oh, someone was like, he, his he hand could have, have had him. bees in it, and Chris Rock could have been allergic yeah. to bees, and the bee could have stung Chris Rock, and he could have died. <laughs> it's uh, like, yeah, it's it's just the whole thing is been blown into. It just I don't know. Everyone's getting getting exposed that's why i'm like let's just let's just call it what it is it's just like a funny thing that happened a funny like very uncomfortable thing um i don't know it's just yeah so anyway um coda won best picture (laughs) (laughs) congrats to the coda team on best picture uh what else i guess that that kind of covers it doesn't it that's yeah, I mean that is the you know it's ninety percent about Will Smith and then ten percent about 
everything else that happened. Yeah. But what was your biggest uh, upset victory? I know you only, I guess it was Coda because you only had two wrong. That's the thing about it, though, is like the, a lot of the people I know that follow it and like do predictions and like follow the stats that were like predicting upsets because that's like what happens at the Oscars is like they, they might allude to this person winning and then last minute mm-hmm. it'll sw- like a lot of people thought penelope cruz was going to win best actress even though yep. Ch- jessica chastain's been the front runner and i personally kept it very safe and simple i was like i think everything that you think is going to happen is going to happen besides the obvious um <laughs> right yeah i mean like i guess if you really think about it the biggest upset was will smith because he was he was very he was very upset, upset yeah <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> No, but everything else was on. Like this sounds stupid and kind of funny, but the the biggest upset was that animated short. I was like not expecting the windshield wiper to win, and I'm only saying that because I watched the animated shorts. And the windshield wiper is like this very like artsy, like kind of out there short. It looks amazing, so it's not that surprising. But I really thought they would give it to the stop motion one, which was like had the big names behind it and blah 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 mm-hmm. so i was like that was that was the only time i was like damn but everything else i mean there were like things i wasn't thrilled about like belfast getting best screenplay was kind of insane to me um so like that was not best screenplay and coda i don't it's a fine likable movie i i Here's the thing. People are like, if you shit on Coda, you're an awful person. And people are like, if you yeah. if you like Coda, you have no taste. And I'm like, I think I'm allowed to say I didn't want it to win Best Picture, and I also like the movie. <laughs> it's like, it, right. it's so, so the discourse you're positioning is so yourself bad. so that you're not a terrible person and you have, and I have some good taste. T- yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. So that's what you're doing is you're you're saying any opinion besides my own mine, Karsten Runquist is wrong. Makes you either a bad person. or... Or a loser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much, and I agree with this overall. Is that if you don't think like Karsten Runquist, just don't even bother watching movies. I've been saying that for years. Um, <laughs> you know this. I've been. That's how that was. I know that became the tag of your YouTube yeah. videos. At the end of it, you're like, and if you don't agree yeah. with me, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. Just remember, if you don't share this opinion, go fuck yourself. Um, that's <laughs> that's what I say at the end Karsten of Runquist. every video. Yeah. um no i don't uh (laughs) but it is kind of just it is crazy that you know i don't know the power of the dog had like 12 nominations and got one win uh but i I, it's not guess that dog wasn't that powerful the the power of the dog was pretty weak if we're being honest um that is the oscars i would say um that's the oscars the oscars did anyone watch the 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 i love lucy movie what's it called Being again the ricardos yeah there are people that have um and now that award season is over i i can i can kind of let it go that didn't win anything yeah. miles has probably seen it right i think he had no he hasn't but he said he's he's interested in watching it um so so, yeah. so he's the one yeah um i was the <laughs> only uh person in my not to brag i was the only person in my group that had seen all best picture nominees a lot of people didn't yeah. see Drive My Car, but I, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, but I had an actual point that I was going to bring up, and I was kind of just saying that to like cover it up. But I, f- <laughs> I still don't know. Oh, the I know you don't really care. We won't get into this too long. But that the outfits, there's only one outfit that I think is worth bringing up, and it's Timothy Chalamet's. 
He wore a tux with no shirt underneath. And mm-hmm. I was, yep. I, I was, I figured out about this because my mom called me and was like, did you see Timmy? And I just think it's crazy that I was informed by my mom before I knew about it. And it is worth calling your kids about. It's crazy. Um, that is my last take on the Oscars. Um, any closing thoughts for you, Jeff? Any on the Oscars? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll watch it next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess we'll we'll tune back in. Is what we're saying. We'll we'll be there yeah. again. One of the one of the worst Oscars ever this year, but was very entertaining, and we'll definitely be tuning back in. Um, great. Let's uh, let's answer some questions. Uh, but before we do, but first, this episode is also brought to you by Bird Dogs. They make really comfortable clothes. We're talking pants. We're talking shorts. We're talking joggers. Some of the most comfortable clothes that I own. Swimsuits. Swimsuits. Bathing they suits. Are, swimsuits, bathing suits. That's the same thing, right? Like, is there? I mean, it depends on distinction? how how risky you wanna. You I well, I guess I don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> anyway, I don't either know. one. Um, Bird Dogs has it. Mm-hmm. They uh, they come with built-in underwear, like the underwear is stitched in, so you don't have to worry about wearing underwear. These these yeah, come with which, them. Already. Karsten hated wearing underwear. God, it's well, it's well established. He's like, I putting on a layer, and then you got to put down another layer. And I'm all about efficiency. And t- taking out that extra pair of underwear takes like seconds that could be used to grind away at some videos. And so, fe- uh, yeah, he's <laughs> so all about dogs, the grind. Yeah, bird dogs. Bird dogs really solve that problem. Yeah, they 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 allowed it, so I can just skip the middleman, get right to the pants. Now, uh, the thing that impresses me the most about bird dogs is the fact that the built-in underwear is more comfortable than all of my other underwear. Yeah, that is true. That is actually true. We, we haven't talked about that. The fact that the underwear itself is like really soft. It gives a lot of breathability down yeah. there. It, it, it feels amazing. It, it's crazy because you would mm-hmm. think that companies that are underwear companies would have been able to solve that conundrum of making underwear more comfortable. Yeah. But it took yeah. Bird Dogs, who is a maker of the shorts as well mm-hmm. as the underwear to solve that yeah i mean i'm wearing mine right now one of the pairs Me too. i forget if if this is the one i wore in the last episode and i'm really i don't we don't just wear these because you know it's for the ad it's it's because they're genuinely so comfortable yeah I, I i wear them all the time yeah i mean that's yeah. the thing is like here wait here look wait Wait, See, Jeff, Jeff can't as easily. Gotta, there we go. There we go. Yep. Look at that. Okay, well, that's his butt. But That is my butt. His I butt. have those same shorts. They, they are very comfortable shorts, I will and also, say. I like, the, I like the look of them as well. Yeah, they look cool. They feel good. It's like kind of the ideal pair of pants and shorts, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, also, you can tell, like, they're very high-quality materials. Yeah. I mean, with summer coming up, it's time to bust out of uh, if you're looking to get new uh, shorts and new new swim trunks. It's like this is the place to go. They they are very comfortable. They're gonna look really cool. It, they're they're easy. They're just it's so simple. Also, got really nice zippered pockets. Mm-hmm. The zippered pockets are a big thing for me because I I, I got to keep that wallet secured. Yeah, you, you do. Know. People are trying to steal your wallet all the time. They they're always trying to catch what's in my yep. wallet they don't even want the money they just want to know what cards yeah. i have it's it's like it's, one of those celebrity tracking websites it's a part Ce- of youtube celebwallet.com 
yeah, nobody's talking about that side of YouTube. They want to know my top golf. Yep. Just like your your birthday that's wrong on the the celebrity yep. birthday site. Yep. So now, check out uh, Bird Dogs. Yeah, check out uh, Bird Dogs. Do not check out celebwallet.com. Uh, no. I cannot vouch for what's on that website. No. But no. do go to birddogs.com and use our code. And that's a great way to support us is by using our code. KCAST. That is K-C-A-S-T. When you check out at birddogs.com and you will receive a free whistling football with your order. One of the coolest things a person can own. Yeah, it's football. Bird. You throw it, it whistles. I mean, yeah. I can whistle, but I don't own any balls that can whistle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, birddogs.com. Use code KCAST. K-C-A-S-T. KCAST. KCAST. And let, now let's answer some questions after all that. Um, this first one comes from the Patreon. That's right. If you're a $15 patron, you get your questions answered in these episodes. And this one comes from Nathan Worley, and it's, who's your Mario Kart main? Um, yeah. On the, now, yeah. I will start off. I don't own a Switch. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't really have a Switch main. Mm-hmm. But the you know N64 and GameCube versions, mm-hmm. I would use Luigi a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, Luigi, I'll go with Luigi's that. Luigi's solid. Um, I also do like using uh, like Koopa. Yeah. In yeah. Uh, in the when I do play the Switch version, right? My uh, the thing about Mario Kart mains is it's like I never thought the characters themselves mattered or like affected your performance, but according to I, this is like recent news to me. Like apparently the weight of the character on the bike can like affect the drifting and turns, which is not something I knew. Um, mm-hmm. so now I've been a little bit more attentive of, I used to always just main Tanuki Mario. I like Tanuki. I also like Toadette a lot. Um, and I mean, uh, any reason why you like Toadette? No. Well, she's just, she's great. She's <laughs> it's Toad, but pink. Um, and then, but recently I've been doing Donkey Kong cause, uh, the weight thing and he's a, he's a big boy. He's a massive yeah. monkey. Uh, he's, he's an absolute unit. He's a, <laughs> yeah big ape um but no the another it's still okay it still bothers me just on donkey kong how is donkey kong related to diddy kong (laughs) it doesn't make any sense they're not the same type of monkey they're just like i mean one's a monkey and one's an ape they they, i don't think it's not even close they're they're barely even related genetically are they confirmed related is that like yeah isn't it his his uncle i think he might be yeah 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 I think Diddy Donkey Kong is Diddy Kong's uncle, and that makes, that no, makes sense. no sense at all. That's a gorilla. one is a monkey, one's an ape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, makes zero sense. I was, yeah, I was gonna say um, that I think this question also kind of uh, just on the topic of Mario Kart. They just put out a lot of new maps, and uh, there's a there's a lot of discourse. Oh, I did see surrounding that. the maps. Yeah. A lot of people are like, these are dog shit and rushed and shitty, and I've played them. They are a little, I don't want to say rushed. Some of them don't feel finished, and they feel a little too simple. Some of them, though, are, like, phenomenal. Like, I, I am, once again, siding with people. I'm, I'm in a position where I have the correct opinion, and you can't mm-hmm. get mad at me about this. Yeah, you take the middle ground in a I way take the middle ground. that is your own. I'm a Mario it's, Kart it's the Karsten Runquist. centrist. 
middle ground. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's that answer. This next one comes from uh, Gavin Gibson, and it's what did you want to do for a living as a kid, and do you still want to do that at some point? Um, I I wanted to be a cartoonist. Like I really wanted, I wanted to be a cartoonist or like an animator. Like I wanted to make a yeah. an animated show as a kid, and I used to like draw up storyboards and like characters, and um, mm-hmm. I I even I got like a sketchbook and then like drew the panels and drew my own like comic book, and I was like really determined to go into that. Do you have examples? Not on me, but uh, I I remember the main character's name was Loon, and the name of the show would be Lunatics. And it was him and his buddy, whose name was Dude. They got in all, all sorts of shenanigans, those two. And yeah. I, I had a whole pitch ready for studios, but at the age of five. And then I never did it, no. Wow. You, there's still time. There's still time, yeah. It's always that dream. Yeah. Um, my dream was to generate passive income <laughs> via real estate holdings. <laughs> we know this about you yeah you you said this no that is yeah that's not true that is not true uh i actually didn't ever really have a specific like attainable job that i'm like this looks cool yeah yeah i don't yeah i think i just you know i hate work yeah and that's a reasonable thing to to say and feel (laughs) yeah you were like i just want to talk about movies with my buddy karsten I just want to vaguely talk about movies. Really, we just talk mostly about what we did that week. And then I'm like, Karsten, is that a new hat? And you're like, nah, not this old thing. I've had this one for a while. Um, I've had this one for a while. And then I'm like, is that a new poster? And And then you're like, no. Like, that's been there a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sick. Yeah. That's the podcast. And that's the podcast. Um, Let's do one more. And this one comes yeah. from the subreddit where you can also ask questions. And uh, this one is from Histo12, and it's, do either of you find it hard to take criticism? Is that something you've uh, gotten better at over time? Um, uh, uh, well, it depends what the criticism is. Yeah, yeah. Because um, if someone said, you're bad at podcasting, mm-hmm. Man, I would I would lay into them. Tear them a new yeah. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> with your words, with your crispy with audio. With my words. Yeah. Not, I'm not physically attacking someone like Will no, Smith. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, no, I mean, I honestly don't have that big an issue with criticism mm-hmm. unless it comes from my parents. That's, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> honestly the same, yeah. Um, I, I think I've talked about this before, but I feel like being on YouTube as a public figure and criticizing movies really opens you up to getting criticized yourself. Cause it's like, oh, this guy trashed this movie. Let's, let's try, let's do this to him. Um, and mm-hmm. I've, I've had to, I've said this before. I've had to learn how to differentiate, um, like constructive criticism and just bullying and harassment, which is very, it's it's like a thin line of what what is what is what because a lot of the time I am like that is a good note especially when I first started making videos someone was like listen man the music is too damn loud in this video and I'm like all right 
I'll turn it down. And like, it's just like a trial and error thing. And I'm very open to criticism in that regard. But yeah. if someone's like, your voice is so annoying. I'm like, well, that's not going to change. Well, <laughs> like, uh, well, let's try a new voice. Well, let's try. Can you change your voice? Can you just say yeah, it's uh, Today I watched the new Spider-Man and uh, it was... Can you go actually inverse, inverse, go high <laughs> No, I'm not doing that. I can't. I, can't. No, I, was, <laughs> I was about to do it. If you want to hear that, just listen to our American Tale episode where we do Fievel impressions. And that's, <laughs> that's all you... I'm like, I'm not doing this a second time on this podcast. Wait, what if you have a new video series yeah. where you review movies as Fievel. as a character <laughs> from like a different movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Try doing like um, like, like uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg in any movie. Yeah, I don't know why we need this many Spider Mans. This is that's not uh, that's not a good Mark Wahlberg impression. That's <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. Can you do like uh, Bugs Bunny? Uh, no, talking no, about parasite. No, no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> this is one of the the best movie. No. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeff, I forgot to tell you, I have improv class tonight. I am starting yeah. improv classes, and tonight is my first class, and I'm really. You're gonna do some zip zap zap. Uh, sure, I'll learn what that is tonight. Um, Cookie's advice yeah. to me was, "Don't try and be funny." And I'm like, yeah, that is, that's good and that advice. is great advice. It's like, no one likes that guy in class. And I don't think I was right. going to, I wasn't planning yeah, on it. I have, I, I never did that much improv, mm -hmm. but I've seen a lot. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you just have to take in the information from the people that you're, you know, doing a scene with yeah. and react to it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, is not having preconceived thoughts mm -hmm. about what you're going to say. It's just taking whatever they said and then like expanding on it. Yeah, I don't know why I'm trying to teach you. Anything no, that's because you're about to go to an actual. Class. It's good advice. Speaking, I have done a little bit of like re like I watched a Bill Hader video talking about improv yeah. to kind of like prep myself, and he said, and I think this is good advice that I've ran with is that it's always about like trying to make the other person look funny, and I'm like that's yeah. that's it's a very team centric activity, so. I'm excited. It should be interesting. Um, very scary. It should be. I, you, it, if whenever if you finish the courses and do like a public show, uh huh, you'll be there. We are going to announce it. <laughs> Hell no, we're not. We're not going <laughs> to announce it. Absolutely. Okay, I'll not. be if I'm in town. I'll be there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to get into our wrap up. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Starting with our. Uh, our next movie, which is as no. not a good joke. I'm going to cut that. Uh, our next movie, oh, no. which is um, not that. It's let's let me look at Letterboxd to see what's what's going on. Yeah, we should. Uh, I didn't. We really should figure that really, out. Really? Yeah, we didn't. Oh, oh, you know what? Plan. Worst person in the world. We'll do the worst person okay. in the world. Yeah. It uh, it took home nothing last night, but it was nominated for best international best screenplay in my opinion should have gotten both of them uh it's one of my favorite movies of the last year and jeff and i are going to talk about it and this gives me we are an excuse to rewatch it because i really like this movie it's a really fun time and we should be doing that one in person yes yep we're gonna be doing that one in person so be on the lookout i mean you're not gonna be in person whoever's listening to yeah, this. yeah no 
just to be we're clear, not we're not but... traveling to like each person who listens. Yeah. And recording a podcast in front of yeah, them. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not doing that. Just logistically, that would be a nightmare. There's, that's a lot of money. Over five thousand of um, you. We'd be going to a lot of countries. That would, um, yeah. Imagine. I mean, I think Vegard Strom would host us in Norway. Yeah, yeah. The uh, this next part of the wrap up is the reviews. We like to read reviews to encourage you guys to leave reviews, and yeah. we also love watching or seeing what you guys have to say about the podcast. Um, this one comes from Sammy D's Nuts. Subject line is very nice. I like five stars, and it reads: "Came to the podcast after finding one of the hosts on YouTube. He has great film insights, is super entertaining, and is great at being a podcast host as well as being a famous YouTuber. Carson is also pretty cool." Smiley face. Wait, that was a that wasn't about me. That was no, that was about you. That, <laughs> yeah, that that was you. Your yeah. famous YouTube film insight, Jeff. Low. yep uh thank you sammy appreciate it and these this last part is we'd like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast the best place to go to support the carscast if you would like uh bonus episodes q a's shout outs at the end of every episode uh zoom hangouts where you get to talk to the next i will say the next zoom hangout is going to be a ton of fun because there's going to be a lot to talk about Yep. And this and Carson and I will be together. Yep. And yep. if if we you know get fifteen people there, I will do a slap on Carson. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so become a patron uh to see that slap. Um thank you. Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, uh, Big Beard Pirate, Camilla Coop, David, David Borslow, David Sir, Eden, Eli Brow, Finn Richardson, Gavin Gibson. Get Semi-Sonic on the pod so that you can change your outro to closing time. Good night, Tail, Grant Gow, Jaden Easton, John Van Hout, jo- Joshua Hughes, KDT. Let's change the Google search results for PTA. Uh, Levin, you actually pronounced it correctly. Well done. I hope I did. Liv Rob, uh, Lul Hadi, Lukewarm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Def, Marilee Borslow, Meridian, Michael, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, Monroe Page, Nathan Worley, Owen Felton, Pasta, Pete, Seth, Seth, Thant, Sethanant, Sethanant, Riley Ost, Ryan M, Sam Farr, Sophstella Perry, uh, SupercalifragilisticExpialidocious, Smitty Werbin, Jagerman Jensen, Taylor Hartz to watch the movie. The Raccoon from Airbud, Seventh Inning Fetch, Tom Likes Beans, Vegard Strom, Wes Kinley, Xavier Fossier, Yusef A. Zoinks, and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. Thank you. Thank everybody. you, every patron of this yes. podcast. Thanks to all the new ones. Thanks to all the old ones. And thanks to all the yeah. old ones. And thanks to former patrons who aren't anymore, but were at one point and maybe again in the future. Exactly. Well said, Jeff. Yep. Um, and also, before we go, one more time. Um, you know, if you are interested in very comfortable shorts, yep, bird dogs, bird dogs with code Carst or KCAST, 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 as well KCAST as Felix Gray, and Felix Gray, Carson and I still wearing them. We're we have them on blue right light now. glasses. Yep, they are very comfortable, comfortable and stylish. Yep. Check it out. Um, Check it out. Thanks. You could look like us and Jeff. Any last words? Code KCAST. That's not the last word. <laughs> no, uh, that, I was just, I didn't think we said oh, that no. for the Felix Gray oh, part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, catch you uh, catch you on 
Flip side. The flip side. Flip side.